Welcome to the sermon podcast of Midway Christian Church. We're a Disciples of Christ congregation located in Midway, Kentucky. You're always welcome to join us in person or follow us on Facebook or YouTube. Our scripture comes from the prophet Isaiah and the Gospel of Luke. Isaiah 35 verses 1 through 10 and Luke 1 46b through 55 and I invite you to follow along. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and shouting. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are faint of heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. God will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. God will come and save you. The eyes of the blind shall be open and the ears of the deaf shall be open and the lame shall leap like deer and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there. And it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. And they shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. And a reading from the Gospel of Luke. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowly state of his servant. Surely now, from now on... All generations shall, will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Indeed, his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has come to the aid of his child Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We are three Sundays into our Advent journey. We are almost to Bethlehem but not quite. We are almost to that fulfilled promise of the Christ child coming into our midst, but not quite. On this third Sunday of Advent, we have almost reached that space, that place that reflects the divine in our midst, but not quite yet. It's an odd sort of Sunday where we catch a glimpse of the celebration that awaits us in Bethlehem with the shepherds and angels. We can see it, but we're not there yet. We have this odd sort of Sunday 
to go through and experience before we reach Bethlehem. And this odd sort of Sunday comes with an odd sort of tradition, a call to rejoice in the darkness by lighting that pink candle. That pink candle is the bane of my existence. It doesn't make sense to me. For weeks, it's been purple candles, and this week, we go purple, purple, pink. That pink candle throws everything off. It throws off the rotation, and it breaks up the routine. It's out of place. Yet we know, as people who try to control everything, who want everything to be perfect, and I'm talking about myself, we know that's not how the kingdom of God works. The kingdom of God defies our logic. It defies our expectation. It shows up in unexpected ways, reminding us who we are, reminding us whose we are. The kingdom of God shows up and reminds us that God is God and we are not. The kingdom of God shows up in our midst in unexpected ways, and reminds us and invites us to reflect God's justice in the spaces we inhabit, to reflect God's justice in our homes, in our workplaces, in our communities, and yes, in our churches. The kingdom of God shows up in unexpected ways and invites us to reflect God's joy into the world by sharing God's goodness with others. What I mean by this is that crazy pink candle, the one that breaks us out of that routine, is God's way of reminding us how desperately we need this bit of joy in this bleak midwinter. As people of God, as we continue to face the hurt and the brokenness of the world, as we continue to experience the grief and sorrow that is weighing heavy on our hearts, as we continue to be the heart and hands of God in this world, we need the kingdom of God to show up, to break through, and remind us that God is at work in this world, bringing healing and wholeness for all of God's people. We need the kingdom of God to break through, to wake us up, to call us to celebrate, to rejoice that God is with us now and always. As people of faith, in light of all that weighs heavy upon our hearts this season, we need to hear again the good news that no matter how dark it may be, the dawn will always follow the longest night. We need to hear that there is joy, that there is a reason to celebrate because we know as people of faith, our God is here, that God has never left us, that God is faithful from generation to generation and our God will turn our sorrow into dancing. Even though our Advent journey is not complete yet, these words of joy from the prophet Isaiah, these words that Mary lifts up in songs, this is exactly the good news and the call to rejoice that we need to hear here and now. They remind us that even when the darkness seems to be closing in, even when it feels like we don't have the strength to carry on, we know. We know that God is here, that God is moving in and among us, bringing healing and wholeness for all of God's people. 
We know that God is at work in the world. We know that the kingdom of God is here ready to break in, ready to shake us up, ready to wake us up to the hope, peace, and joy which can be found in the spirit which is moving in and among us, bringing us back to life. This joy that has been the people of God since the beginning of time. These words from Isaiah, this song from Mary, brings hope, brings peace, brings joy, just like they did for the people of God all the years ago. You see, Isaiah's words, Mary's words, they are words of faith. They reflect a faith which is grounded in the promises of God. They reflect a faith which is grounded in God's presence in our lives. They reflect a faith who knows that God is going to make the possible out of the impossible. For see, the people of God have seen and experienced God bringing them out of Egypt, setting them free. The people of God have seen and experienced God making a way out of no way. The people of God have seen that the Jesus has come and brought new life, showed them a different way to be in relationship and community with one another. The people of God have experienced God turning the ordinary into the extraordinary. The people of God have experienced God moving and in and among the sacred spaces of their lives, of our lives, transforming them inviting them to experience the divine in their midst. You see, Isaiah's words were offered to his people during a time of great despair and grief. Mary's lifted up these words of song right after she received the news that she would bear a son, a son that would bring the rich down, that would lift the poor, that would make the poor, the rich humble, that would lift up the lowly, that shows that God is at work in the world. She lifts up this song to rejoice and celebrate what God is doing in her world and in ours. Isaiah's words and Mary's words issue a call for us as people of faith, a call to celebrate, to join in with all of creation as it breaks forth in song and lifts up its voice in praise. Isaiah's words and Mary's song remind us that our people of faith, that our God did not wait to come to us when everything was ready. Our God did not come and wait to come into this world when it was the right time, when everything was in place, when we were ready to embrace the Son of God. Our God came into this world when the need was great, just like God always does, like God has done for us time and time again for us for all of creation every day, breaking in and reminding us that the light of hope, the light of love will never be overcome by the darkness. Isaiah's words and Mary's words remind us that dawn will always follow the longest night. So you see, people of God, we rejoice today. We celebrate, we sing and praise because the very words of our faith reflect the transforming news that grief and sorrow will not be the end of our story. 
Today and all days we sing with joy. We join in with all creation as it celebrates because we have seen the stone rolled away. We have seen the empty tomb. We have experienced the gift of new life when everybody else has given up hope. As the people of God, we rejoice, we celebrate, we sing for joy. Because we know that our God is moving in and among us, transforming the ordinary into extraordinary. And the spaces in which we inhabit, our homes, our places, our work, our communities, our churches, everything in between, they all become sacred spaces where we can encounter the divine and remember whose we are and who we are. We know. That God is calling us to reflect God's justice, to reflect God's joy, to reflect God's hope, to reflect God's peace in all things and through all things. We rejoice and we celebrate for our God is still at work in the world, bringing healing and wholeness. We rejoice and we celebrate for we know that God is making all things new. We rejoice and we celebrate. Because soon our sorrow will be turned into dancing. May it be so. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this sermon podcast of the Midway Christian Church. If you'd like to learn more about our congregation, please go to our website at midwaychristian.org.